0: Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, In law enforcement in Athens, you were telling me before we came in here, uh, since what, the mid-late 90s? Yes,
0: yes. Uh, In 98, I actually started as a dispatcher at University of Georgia Police Department.
1: Uh, And from there into the athens Clark County Police Department, the rank of sergeant, what do you do there now?
0: Right now, I'm actually the sergeant over the training unit. Uh, We call it the career development and training unit. Uh, My main responsibilities are... uh, Welcoming in the new hires, getting them trained up and on the road and field training. Then, of course, training for the, the entire department. What's
1: it? that process like? Okay, I'm a brand new cop. I'm out of the academy. I'm, I'm fresh to the job, raised my hand, took the oath, and now I'm in your hands.
0: What happens? Well, uh, we get them before the academy most of the time. So sometimes there's a little bit of time that we just kind of get them up to school on how we'd like to do things in Athens before they go to the academy uh, we usually put our folks through if they're not already certified, and we actually sponsor them at the academies. So once they come in the door, they've had that. We'll actually put them through some in-house training. So after 11 weeks in the academy, they've got another five weeks with us, just in-house, before they ever hit the road. After that, there's a in the in-house is called no Big New Officer Basic Course, but then they have a 15 week. PTO program. Uh, it's different than the old FTO field training officer program. We try to encourage thinkers and problem solvers. So that's how we kind of take that approach. The method is problem based learning. It's similar to what they do in the medical field for years.
1: I suppose on a certain level, training never ends.
0: Oh no, it, it never ends. You're all you always have to keep learning. There's you know new technology, new laws. So yeah, every day is going to school all over again.
1: Now talk about uh, a, a great length here this morning about why you want to be sheriff but I want to talk about why you went into law enforcement in the first place. What what led you into that uh, that line of work as opposed to something else?
0: Okay there, there's two sides to this. One is the funny side. The funny side is I always wanted to be a detective when I was a kid but I watched shows like Magnum P.I., Spencer for <laughs> Hire. I realize now that's not what a detective is in the real world. Uh, the other thing is I just experienced some things growing up that I didn't feel like i was treated fairly by the police Uh, i was looked at differently um
1: racial things racial
0: things mostly you know uh in gary indiana our police department was made up Not of African Americans, even though the population was a good ninety percent. Yeah, that
1: is a city whose reputation precedes it. Yeah, I've never been, but I've heard of it, and what I haven't heard or what I have heard hasn't been particularly good in that respect.
0: Exactly. Uh, You know, for you know, in my high school years in the nineties, we actually were the murder capital of the world by deaths per 100,000 people. Mm -hmm. We only had about 120,000 people, similar to Athens. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's part of why I want to get into law enforcement in Athens, because I saw some similarities between the Gary of my youth and the Athens when I first moved here in the late 90s. Um, I just wanted to be the change that I wanted to see. All right.
1: Uh, uh, With that in mind, now an offering for sheriff after these mm -hmm. years in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if you're ever ready for that job. What makes you think you're ready for it now?
0: I've learned from a lot of leaders around the community. Uh, Just a few, you know, uh, Chief Lumpkin. I was under him Uh, at the university side. I worked there for several years. So Chief Horton and Chief Williamson. Learning from them and then my other, I guess, kind of (laughs) mentors, I've just... (laughs) Learned a lot about the field and just about leading people and just caring about people in the community. And that's more so than anything, even more than just the law enforcement side. I want to help the people of athens Clark County.
1: Again, John Williams, John Q. Williams, Sergeant athens Clark County Police Department, as of a few weeks ago, announced candidate in the race uh, for the seat that is now held by Clark County Sheriff Ira Edwards. I always put it this way. I mean, you're asking people to hire you. At the same time, they got to fire the other guy. So so what's the case here? What's the case for you? What's the case to replace the guy who has the job now?
0: Okay, First and foremost, as far as me, I think you always need new ideas. That also goes to the case against Sheriff Edwards. Uh, He's been there almost 20 years, and a lot has changed. If you want to see change, sometimes you just got to have that fresh voice, the new ideas. I bring a lot to the table. I currently train a lot of the officers at the police department. Fair and impartial policing is about understanding bias and how to be overcome bias and not use it in your law enforcement. So that's something I want to bring to the sheriff's office. I also want to just kind of bring more focus on the community
1: how do i want to start there i didn't interrupt you we'll, we'll, we'll yep, get a we'll get lot so. of other stuff here but i want to i want to focus on that for a quick moment because that that is interesting to me uh first of all just just to mm-hmm. folks who may not know you're you're black i'm white and okay we'll put the jerseys on the players mm-hmm. here again I'm, I'm a cop i'm going into a particularly problematic neighborhood in athens and, and i know it's problematic because it has a history Mm-hmm. of trouble, a lot of violence and robbery and crime in this particular neighborhood. I get in there and and I, I recognize, I know before I even get there, most of the folks who live in that particular neighborhood are of a certain skin color. Mm-hmm. OK, I, yes, I know what I'm going in with. I may have, as you would point out correctly, so some preconceived notions about the neighborhood and the people in it. What so far is the problem? And if there's a problem, how do we overcome it?
0: I think the biggest deal is recognizing that you have a bias again I go back to but is
1: it not a reality bias I mean I'm in a black neighborhood a lot of crime in it I mean just to be blunt about it is that that on a a bias based in reality
0: no I mean everybody
1: in it is is a criminal but but there's more crime there than in some other places that aren't as black
0: well sometimes there's just more crime that you recognize Mm -hmm. sometimes the crime that you don't see that you miss in other places. That's part about getting into the bias because if you go in a place, mm-hmm. assuming there's more crime so I'm in a white neighborhood,
1: I'm not looking for it because I don't think it's there.
0: Right, okay. and that's why you miss a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, we have a, I guess, kind of a situation we call race out of place. So mm-hmm. you're more likely to look at a black guy in a white neighborhood and say, hey, something's not right. And mm-hmm. conversely, a white guy in a black neighborhood, something's not right. Well. If you only look at that, you're going to miss a lot. Uh, if you're checking warrants on black guys in white neighborhoods, but you're not checking warrants on white guys in black and neighborhood, white oh, neighborhoods, white neighborhood, yeah. which there's more of, sure, yeah, you're, just <laughs> yeah. by nature, you're going to yeah. miss out on some of the numbers. So that's some of the things that we try to get in people's head. Uh, you got to take a step back. There's a thing called instinct and there's history, but you can't just go by the patterns. In order to yeah this case is
1: unique to itself it's not related to the other 10 cases that happened in the same neighborhood absolutely again John Williams with us a candidate for Sheriff Clark County Uh, and and your point being here that you have these new ideas especially in this department in this area and you're suggesting that perhaps Sheriff Edwards is is lacking in that department
0: well I think just from what shows I've been told how inmates are treated and you got to have bias control in that situation too. everybody that's in the jail is not any less of a human being than anybody's on the outside so you have to also be able to I guess kind of curtail that as well and make sure you're treating people fairly It, it doesn't matter what they've done the person is not the sum of the things that they've done there are people, and you have to look at it case by case,
1: talking before the break about the jail, a couple of things that we know that the sheriff's office responsible for the jail, security yes. at the courthouse, that kind of thing a lot of consternation about the jail what What are your observations about it? You see it as an Athens Clark County police officer from time to time. I'm sure what are your observations? what do you hear? What do you see?
0: Uh, what I hear is there's a a serious drop in morale uh and there's some safety issues in the jail just by staffing and we understand that law law enforcement across the board is having some issues with you know staffing and retention, but I think in the jail, it, it speaks directly to leadership issues. Uh, the one issue that was brought up was the policy of anytime you were sick, you had to bring in a doctor's note. And most people, just because they're sick one day, they don't go to the doctor.
1: You mean the, the staffers, the people yes, who work at the jail? Yes, the, the jail, the actual
0: mm-hmm. employees at the jail. Uh, So that's one thing that I know is affecting morale over there. And when it comes to it, you got people that carry a gun and a badge and they're responsible for people's lives every day, but you can't trust them to only call out when they're sick. That's a culture that needs to change. Uh, you got to be able to trust your employees. And I think that comes back to training too. So a lot of the training they've done has not been – hands-on, in-house training. They've done a lot of online training as mm. opposed to uh classes, Georgia public safety training. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. It's a good resource to do online. But people even look at online degrees differently than they do when you go to a brick and mortar school. So there's some differences and nuances there. So I think those are some of the big things that need to change.
1: One of the things that you'll run into uh, as sheriff or anybody else uh, working in government, you'll run into the constraints of the budget. Only so much you can do with what you have, resources limited and being allocated in any number of ways. What do you do? With, uh, and that's something you're going to be. As, mm-hmm. as people forget that part sometimes, a police chief, sheriff, you're an administrator as much as anything Absolutely. else. Uh, what do you do in that department?
0: Well, first of all, you have to build a good relationship. There's there's going to be limited funds because money is not just endless. But you have to have a good relationship with the mayor and commission, specifically here in Athens. The other thing that I want to do is make sure that I hire a financial planner. Uh, There are folks that are brainiacs that are way above what my knowledge base is on finances that can help you out. And, And law enforcement in particular, as any other place in the country, you have grants and other things available. So I want to find people that can write good grants, that can seek out that extra money, so it's not always just coming off of the athens Clark County government.
1: And John Q. Williams, candidate for sheriff in in Clark County, the election in May, the incumbent Ira Edwards. I mentioned that other component, and there are a lot of things the sheriff's office does, and the deputies do, we understand that, but the two big things people know about, yeah, the work at the jail and the work at the courthouse providing Mm -hmm. security there. Observations you might have on that score.
0: As either the jail or the courthouse? The courthouse. The courthouse again. That's going to go back to staff, and you got to make sure that you have good folks there, and you keep your numbers up. The one thing I want to make sure that's done is right now you kind of tracked at the at the sheriff's office. Either you're working at the jail, or you're working at the courthouse, or you're working on the road. It gets kind of hard if you're going to jail every day. It's hard on the people that are you know uh, incarcerated. But it's also hard on the deputies there when you know, hey, I'm going to be at the jail for 12 hours. It's almost like being in jail yourself. It is. Even even just transporting people to jail myself, I get a little bit of anxiety going in there, even though I know I'm going to be back Mm -hmm. out in a few minutes. So to have to work there every day. It's hard. So I want to make sure we have a rotation so that people don't have to just be in the jail all the time, even if they're not ROTE certified yet, that they can at least get out the courthouse, maybe weekly, maybe it's a couple days in the jail, a couple days in the courthouse or whatever we can have. There are other administrative duties, too, so people don't get burned out.
1: And John Q. Williams, candidate for sheriff. Uh, Law enforcement philosophy here. Uh, Are we arresting too many people, incarcerating too many people, uh, too many of the wrong people, not enough of the right people. Uh, Where are we on this? Where are you on this?
0: I think we're at a point that all of the above are true. (laughs) Sometimes we're arresting the wrong people, sometimes too many. And some people will take it as we're being soft on crime or we want to do that. No, we just want to get it right. There's a rehabilitation component to it, but there's also a component of if you can get at the root problems, why people are doing things, you can actually solve them. A lot of times arresting is not going to solve if a person gets out of jail and they go right back into the same situation. So we need to look at diversion methods. What can we do to help people find a different path? A lot of times people just don't see another option. So those are the people I think that we should pull back a little bit and figure out what other options we have.
1: Well, the, the current sheriff, Ira Edwards, uh, very much involved in the D.A.R.E. program. That's mm-hmm. been some drug education program he's been involved with for a number of years. Do you see value there? Is that something you would continue or you got something else in mind?
0: I see value in D.A.R.E. I don't think it's been a, as effective as it could be. I think the schools have to have buy-in. So if it's not in every school, then you're only being effective in certain schools. So you got to... Either blow the program out, just grow it out so it's going to be a lot bigger, or you got to pare it down to specific areas. So you got to focus on the areas that you need it most. There's other things about, I'm all about education. So I think educating the public, educating the police, and doing it together is the route to go on that. So it's not just DARE. We need to come up with other programs because uh, even with DARE, people are kind of channeled into what they know and what they see and if that's what is in your family or in your community or you know whoever you look up to we can talk all day about the issues but if it's not being reinforced in the home or in the school it's going to be hard to change the path of that person
1: and John Q Williams candidate for sheriff we were talking before we came in here the the what I'm sure is an aberration a half dozen officer involved shootings the Athens Clark County Police Department last year five of those with fatalities in yes. each instance it looks as though to my layman's eye and, and maybe to many others that each and every one of those was justified in terms of the use of force that said six is obviously a troubling number here some people will point to training and some other things that officers may might do or, or go through by way of maybe mitigating some of this what are your thoughts on that I, again take, you have to take these things case by case but at the end of the day you had six of them
0: yeah there's things that you can do and even with understanding that these are justified shootings in these instances there's things that you're going to do that try to prevent them from happening That's what the public oftentimes doesn't get to see, the things that we do behind the scenes. Uh, At the police department, we're actually introducing ICAT training, which is specifically targeted towards, you know, incidents where people might not have a gun, but a knife or something else to see what you can do. A lot of things you can do is there's power in numbers, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that you respond with multiple officers, even though sometimes the public doesn't like how that looks. The numbers do show that the more officers are on scene, the less likely some of those incidents are going to happen. So you got to kind of change your mind state and how you think about these approaches. Yes, you want to be safe, but you also want not just the officers. You want everybody to go safe at the end of the night or whatever incident happens.
1: Five months uh, on the campaign trail between now and May, what are you going to be doing?
0: Uh, I'm because be you doing... got a
1: full-time job. You leave yes. here, you go to work.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and it's hard because you got to balance that you know uh, there's some things like this morning I have to do this before work, so I'm not campaigning on company time as, as you say, but we've got a lot of things we're going to do. We're going to do meet and greets. I got one coming up at Johnny's Pizza on the 25th of this month. Where's that? That's on Gang School Road. Okay, yeah, you saw Yeah, it. right uh, next to, I guess it's actually in the Anzenboro mm-hmm. Shopping Center area. So that'll be at 7 o'clock on the 25th. Uh, just this weekend, uh, MLK Day, we'll have a table set up for MLK Day, and we'll be there talking to folks, trying to get the word out.
1: John Q. Williams. I know you're on social media. You got a website already?
0: Yes. It's uh, just www.johnqforsheriff.com
1: John Q. For Sheriff. Of course, the, the open invitation. I cannot issue a subpoena, but I can always invite Sheriff Ira Edwards in mm-hmm. here to speak as well, and I'm sure we'll speak to him between mm-hmm. now and election day. But thanks to you for rolling out here this morning, and best of luck on the campaign trail. I'm sure we'll talk again yes. between now and May. What's the date in May? I haven't even looked at it. It's May 19th. May 19th. And of course, early voting that would start three mm-hmm. weeks prior to that. Again, John Q. Williams, candidate for sheriff.